The Gospel is written in the 15th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John, beginning at the 26th verse. Glory Glory be be to to thee, O Lord. When the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me, and ye shall also bear witness, because you have been with me from the beginning. These things have I spoken unto you, that ye should not be offended. They shall put you out of the synagogues. Yea, the time cometh that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God's service. And these things will they do unto you, because they have not known the Father, nor me. But these things have I told you, that when the time shall come, ye may remember that I told you of them. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise be to thee, O Christ. In our Gospel reading, we heard Jesus promising to his disciples that the Spirit of Truth would testify on his behalf and also calling on his disciples to testify to him based on the relationship that they had had with him from the very beginning. Now the missiologist Leslie Newbegin has explained that testimony is what is given by a witness in a trial. A witness makes his or her statement as part of the trial, a trial in which the truth is at stake and where the question, what is the truth, is what is being argued. And Newbegin has argued that that is what is at the heart of the biblical vision of the human situation, that the believer is a witness who gives his testimony in a trial. And Newbegin goes on to expand on this by saying, testimony or witness is a kind of utterance different from the statement of a fact that is self-evident or which can be demonstrated from self-evident premises. It is not a logically inescapable truth of reason. A witness makes his or her statement, as we've heard, as part of a trial in which the truth is at stake where that question, what is the truth, is being argued. And it is not, while the trial proceeds, presumed to be common knowledge. The witness stakes his or her being and life on a statement which can be contradicted. And the final proof of the statement will not be available until the trial is over and the judge has pronounced the verdict. Where is the trial of which we are speaking? I would like to suggest this afternoon that it's all around us, that it is life itself. In all situations that we encounter, there is challenge to our faith and there is a need for us to testify in words and actions to our belief in Christ. So whenever people act as though human beings are entirely self-reliant, there is a challenge to our faith. Whenever people argue that suffering and disasters mean that there cannot be a good God, 
we are on the witness stand. Whenever people claim that scientific advances or psychological insights can explain away belief in God, we are in the courtroom. And whenever a response of love is called for, our witness is at stake. If that's the case, what is to be the content of our testimony? Essentially, it is, as Jesus said to his disciples, about our having been with him. We are to be a witness to the living God, traces of whose presence and actions have been granted in the events which we recount. Witnesses are those who have seen or experienced a particular event or sign or happening and who then tell the story of what they have seen or heard as testimony to other people. And that is what Jesus calls us to do before he ascended to the Father, to tell our stories of encountering him to those around us. No more, no less. And so we don't have to understand or be able to explain the key doctrines of the Christian faith. We don't have to be able to tell people uh, two ways to live or to have memorized the sinner's prayer or to have tracts to be able to hand out in order to be witnesses to Jesus. All we need to do is to be able to tell our story. To say, this is how Jesus made himself real to me and this is the difference that that has made. We know that we cannot prove the existence and love of God in any way that is self-evident to all people, just as atheists are unable to prove that God does not exist. Therefore, we are in a debate or trial in which the only evidence available is that of testimony and where we are called to be witnesses of all that we have experienced of God's love and presence. We're not called to prove anything, to be erudite or experienced public speakers or to have answers to every question that we may be asked. All we are called to do and be is witnesses who give testimony by telling our story of encountering Jesus. The best description I have heard of doing that is to gossip the gospel. Just simply in everyday conversation with others to talk about the difference that knowing Jesus has had on our lives. And just to give uh, a brief example, my own story is one of growing up in a Christian family and of coming to faith as a child after hearing an account of the crucifixion at a holiday Bible club. That night I knelt by my bed and simply asked Jesus into my life. As a shy teenager, very aware of my own shortcomings, I later doubted whether I was good enough for God, but in my late teens, was shown a particular verse in the Bible, Romans 5 and verse 8, which says, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And as a result of the impact of that verse, recommitted my life to Christ at that point in my late teens. Over the course of my life, I felt God leading me to develop the particular mix of community action, workplace ministry, artistic activities, and relationship building that I hope 
characterizes my ministry today. That essentially is my testimony, my story of encountering Jesus for myself. It's simple, it's undramatic, but I hope it will be an encouragement to those of you here today who, like me, don't have dramatic testimonies to tell, but nevertheless have real encounters with God and real growth in faith that we can share as part of our testimonies. And when we do so, we are witnesses to Jesus and to the impact and the effect that he has had on our lives. And to be witnesses to him is what Jesus calls us to do and be. This coming Sunday at Pentecost, we will be reminded that before he left his disciples, Jesus said to them, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will be filled with power and you will be witnesses for me in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Pentecost was the fulfillment of Jesus' promise in our gospel reading today that the spirit of truth would testify on his behalf and that his disciples would also testify based on their having been with him. And to testify to Jesus as a witness remains the calling for all of us who seek to follow him. May it be so for each one of us. Amen.